Welcome to Mom Life and Montessori, a podcast where we're going to reconnect to the sunny side of motherhood. It doesn't always have to be hard. There is a difference between life's ebbs and flows and chaos. I really hope that this podcast is going to help you with reducing the overwhelm and putting in place practical things while diving deeper into the juicy parts of healing. Hello and welcome back to the podcast Mom Life in Montessori. It's been a while since the last time I actually recorded an episode and I'm excited about today's topic. Uh, but a lot has happened actually since the last time because uh, my son and I actually moved back into the city. And this is quite quite an adjustment, and I think it's an adjustment also for my son because he loves the countryside so much. So for during the winter, we are back into the city, and we're enjoying also being closer to people, to our homeschooling community, being able to do a lot of workshops, and just kind of enjoying the time um, to be social and to be close to things because. Being in the countryside is amazing, but you're also kind of far away. And I'm not talking far away like in the States, because obviously that has nothing to do. But in Europe, we tend to just think like, you know, half an hour is far. <laughs> and so everything is so much closer. So being in the countryside does, you know, also mean that we do less activities or we have to plan a lot or, you know, it's just a lot more energy. And so just it's just been really nice on me even though I'm also not a big fan of the city but life just brings things that sometimes we are we're just surprised and and I think it's really nice to also kind of take the good side of things and, and 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 try to be positive and see where is the good because especially in the world we live in right now seeing so many negative things all the freaking time is so drowning And focusing on what we can be grateful for, what we're happy about in our life, what are things that are going well, I think is so important because that can really lift our spirits up. Okay, so let's go into today's topic. And it's mom rage, mom rage. And this is something I actually did not know until like sort of recently, you know, a few years ago, that, that there was such a term as mom rage. And I'm going to explain what exactly it is for maybe some of you who are like, what the hell is this? Um, and, and, and for those of you who know what it is, I think it's also going to be nice to know that you're not alone and that a lot of moms are going through this. And because it can be also so spectacular, it's so hard to talk about it um, with other moms. And especially when we think that all the other families look like they've got it all together and that they have, you know, perfect babies and toddlers and that it seems so easy for them. So mom rage, it's pretty much being angry, but extremely, extremely angry, feeling this uncontrollable rage, uh, for our kids when they do something. And, and it usually comes up really, Uh, when we're, you know, the least um, aware of it being within us. So very often it happens for moms who are just kind of like chill or, you know, they, they tend to not necessarily yell a lot or, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty calm people or put together, you know, when you see them. And then as they become moms, uh, things can change because we have so many childhood wounds inside and 
certain triggers can really, really trigger some pretty, pretty bad outburst from ourselves, moms. And、uh, mom rage is something really, really real, and it's something that if if you're feeling it, you're not alone. I've gone through this. A friend of mine has gone through this also, and, and just like. Just so many other moms that I've known,、um, when we open up to this, we can actually talk about it, and we can also support each other. And so, when my son was maybe about two years old,、um, he started expressing a lot of anger, and in a way that was extremely, you know, it, it was it was really a big big emotion. He was stomping really hard, and where you know we live in Europe, we don't have a house where it's just like okay to stomp. And he would scream like I was beating him up, and and just some like very very big emotions. And it's okay for young children to express big emotions, but when we have a wound inside of us, they're gonna express certain kinds of emotions in a much bigger way because it's like they're putting really that finger on that wound for us to see it and to heal it. And when it comes to my story. At this age, my son, who started just screaming and yelling and being angry, was it was something that I did not allow myself as a little girl to do. I wasn't allowed to, but I also understood very early on that in order to be loved by my parents,、uh, I had to be a certain way. And so, obviously, I'm talking about this on an unconscious level, you know, subconscious level. Not like my parents who tell me,、uh, "You are not lovable if you do that." Some parents can actually do that, and this is even a different story. But so for me, it was just like I was the good girl, and I followed the rules, and I was really trying to fit in from a young age. My son did not follow that same path at all. Whether I would, you know,、um, state some boundaries and try certain very very practical things like being consistent, stating boundaries, of、um, receiving the emotion. But you know, kind of saying that that behavior is not okay. Let's do this. Let's let's yell in a pillow. The things would continue, and it would put me in such a state that I had no idea something like that was actually even existed within me. And this is where, when it comes to mental health, we can go we can go really really low because we can feel so guilty about our reactions, so guilty about those certain things that 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 live within us and that we don't know how to deal with. And this is why it is so important to seek help, help、uh, to to be able to heal those certain wounds that are gonna just make it so much easier on us and on our children. And mom rage is a serious thing, like really. Taking deep breaths is not gonna cut it. Taking deep breaths, meditation, just those sort of like simple things that people can tell you, you know, like. Yeah, just just drink a cup of tea,、uh, take some time for yourself. Like like no, no, that's not gonna cut it because this is hitting on some really deep childhood wounds, and to in order to stop that kind of behavior, and to find yourself back because it's kind of like you're losing yourself, you need to heal those wounds. Maybe at first it is nice to take some time for yourself to be able to just have a cup of coffee, cup of tea. But often we don't even have the time. We're we you know young children, toddlers, and、uh, we often you know if if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably a stay-at-home mom, and and we just don't have that time. And so, we can use a certain tools 
to really allow ourselves to kind of like on the surface level try to deal with this situation but we need to take the time to heal a little bit deeper and so for me when I realized um, that I just could not continue like this that I was just behaving in a way that I was absolutely not proud of that I wasn't being a, a good example at all that I didn't feel like a good mom and 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 I, I can't say that I really felt guilty because I also knew I was so sleep deprived and I knew that there was a trigger. I knew I had this sign to work on that I was going to just go for it. So guilt for me was not necessarily as big daunting thing like it can be for certain things. But if you do, for example, you feel guilty about it, know that first of all, you're not alone and that there is help. There's so many different ways also of finding a way to deal with 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 trauma with with childhood wounds and there is some more you know um, traditional ways like seeing a therapist and there is different ways what I do is actually a way to also work on those childhood wounds and really release those certain blocked emotions and etc with the intuitive therapeutic guidance but then there is also EFT EFT tapping the method if you haven't heard of it you can look it up uh, you have EMDR you have so many different ways also of healing that you have to look of what is right for you but it is important that you look at it because that means that something is up something is up and there are certain emotions that are being repressed and there are certain wounds that are being touched your child is not doing these things on purpose the way your child is touching on those certain triggers is a sign that something is within you and that is not done on purpose there is something intuitive because they're just sensing intuitively that there is something and it's not even on a conscious level and this is why it is incredible if we are open to this healing journey that is motherhood it is incredible because the transformation can be so big but it is also hard and at times it can feel so hard because it seems like there are triggers and triggers every single day and it can feel like it's never ending and in a way it is because we have piled so much past in in ourselves and in our body that we need to slowly slowly start to release those emotions blockages and patterns and as we start to do that, as you start to do that, you will see that it gets easier and easier and that there is less. It can be intense, but it doesn't necessarily have to be every day for a really long time. And that work not only helps you, but it helps your kiddo as well and your kids, your relationships with your spouse, with your friends, with your family. And so for me, I can't say that there was one specific wound, one specific trigger that I healed that definitely made a difference for this topic, for the mom rage that I was feeling. It was sort of like an everything put together at that point. My son starting to express himself really triggered me because I did not allow myself to express myself when I was little. And so little by little, allowing myself to feel that anger because behind that anger, there's always something we don't want to feel. And that is often something that's more like sadness or pain. Anger is an emotion that is much more superficial and it's a way to protect ourselves from something a bit deeper and so if you're starting to be honest with yourself and starting to kind of really 
look feel into what is behind you may start to notice uh, notice that there is an emotion that you can actually name so if when you're feeling all this urge to go crazy because that's pretty much what it is like go crazy yell and like you know stomp feet and throw things when when you feel this urge coming up if you can just stop yourself at that point and the more you do that the more you're going to be able to actually do it and 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 while you're also you know working on healing and getting help and like seeing with who you want to work with um, stopping yourself and and allowing yourself just just run to the bathroom and you know close the door lock yourself up or you know obviously like you know do it safely if you have a baby you know like obviously um, but then like allow yourself to feel at that moment what is going on what is the emotion what is other than anger when you breathe through, when you well, sorry when you breathe through it and you relax your body what is it that comes up and and the more you do that the more you really really dive into your gut feeling and i'm not talking about gut feeling as an intuition but really feelings in the gut in the stomach area all your body you know feeling into what is it there that you're sensing uh, you're going to pinpoint an emotion. Maybe sometimes there's certain Im- um, images that can come up, certain things like that can resurface. And the more you do that, especially after an episode like this, when you have time, when it's you know bedtime after bedtime and you have a little bit of time for yourself, being um, coming back into your body and seeing if that's there, if that's present, maybe journaling, maybe talking to your spouse, talking to a friend, is something that maybe is going to be able to help you already before you actually seek help. And so this is, for me, I had to really work with somebody. And intuitive therapeutics is kind of like, that's how I got certified because this is what worked for me and this is what I loved because it really made a huge difference on a very, very deep level. And it's not just one thing of, you know, you you heal something and then uh, it just comes back. No, it, it's really you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And there are so many different layers that it does take time, but it doesn't come back. And the way your life can change when you actually heal trauma and childhood wounds, generational trauma is just so incredible. The transformation that happens in your life and in your child's life is is just, it's wonderful. And so I can only say, if you are going through any emotions like that, if you're going through even, not even necessarily something as big as mom rage, but you feel like you, you know, you have triggers or just, just try to see what can work for you. What kind of, you know, therapy, if you want to work with me, get in touch with me and we can look at to see if intuitive therapeutics is for you. And you can see that when you start to take the steps, healing happens and it changes your life. And it did change my life, like literally. Uh, when I started this deep, deep work of releasing the certain, you know, wounds my life changed because I was able to relax more. I was able to open up to my son's also character because he has a different character than me and he does not just go with the rules and, you know, doesn't, he he does ask questions and, um, 
I mean, not that I didn't ask questions, but I mean, like when it comes to the rules and anything that is unfair, he's going to be like, hey, no, like, I don't want to do that. And a lot of the times it, it, it was like, actually, like, this rule is just a rule because it's like, you know, it's supposed to be that way. But when you think about it, maybe actually this rule doesn't need to exist. And so when I started asking myself questions around is this necessary? Is this rule necessary? Uh, can I maybe change the rule? Uh, can I maybe actually just abandon this rule? It, when I started asking myself this question, things also started shifting because I wasn't holding on to things the same way as I used to because I wasn't in need of con that same control, you know? And so... When you're fighting all the time with your kid, and especially toddlers, as they're growing up, they're really slowly, slowly getting their little character, and they really, they actually need to embody their ego, if I can say. You know, they're learning that they are, you know, um, a human being apart from mom, and that they have wants and needs, and, and that they want it to be a certain way. And so it is normal for them to express themselves in that way, in a very strong way. Their brain is not completely developed at all. And so obviously, they're going to show emotions, big feelings. They're not going to be able to calm themselves down until much later without us and and all this so we need to do that work but as we do that work they're gonna calm down as well and let me explain this because I feel like for me this is for me it's just like it's magical because let's say you know I'm there's something resurfacing for me and I, I feel like I'm getting really gripping tight onto something and I don't want to feel something and I don't know what it is yet but so I'm in this like closed off mode and I'm I'm uh, not as open to my son to his love uh, I'm more I'm more snappy and so he's gonna feel that and he did feel that many times over and over and over again And as he felt that, he started being freaking annoying. And so as moms, we, we know, okay, our child is having this kind of behavior, being needy, uh, just being really agitated, overly excited, uh, actually like hitting or being aggressive, like certain things that your child doesn't usually regularly do. And so for me, he was, you know, I could see, okay, he's being super annoying now, I actually realized that I'm in this closed off mode, so I need to kind of see what's going on. So when I see, I look within and I, I, I do what I do, which is, you know, feel into my body. And if I need help, because sometimes it's just some deeper, deeper wounds. So I, I kind of like dig and I see and I unearth those certain emotions and I let them be and I let them feel, be felt, and then I release them. I change, I feel lighter, I don't need to control as much, I just like, I feel so much more loving and caring, and my son's behavior changes literally right away, and for me, this is magical, because sometimes we can get lost on wanting to fix our kids, wanting to change their behaviors, and we focus on them, but the focus should be on us, we should look at healing ourselves And they will just respond naturally. And especially at this young age, 
they don't have such protections like we do. They do not have all the past that we do. And so for them, it's very easy. All of a sudden, poof, mommy's open. She's loving. I feel safe. I'm like, she's present. I'm, oh, it's great. It's great. And then they're calmer. They can focus more. They're not as aggressive. Like just so many different kinds of behavior can change. And that's magical. For me, this literally is magical because instead of spending money and money like fixing our kids, we just like look at ourselves, heal ourselves and things can get better. And I'm not saying obviously sometimes we do have to obviously focus on our children. Sometimes they have specific conditions or um, neurodivergency that, you know, need to be looked at and, and supported. So obviously I'm not talking about but just in general, it is important to be aware of that. Our children's behaviors are signs for what is going on inside of us. And we can take that responsibility to see when some days are harder with our kiddos and be like, huh, how am I feeling? And check in with yourself. Um, Instead of complaining like, oh, my days are like so bad, that's blah, blah, blah. No, take responsibility, turn it around and be like, oh, how am I feeling? Is something going up? Is something resurfacing? How am I feeling in the relationship with my spouse? Okay, what is that awakening inside of me? And that is a way to really honestly look at your your own inner journey of transformation because you have that power and that is beautiful. You have the power to change with the right guidance to really feel and release certain trauma and childhood wounds. And mom rage is I feel like it should be talked about more because we should not feel guilty of feeling that. We should just really feel like we have all the different tools and that people can support us and that we can talk about it openly and not be judged because it's already hard enough. It's already hard enough like that. So if we on top of that cannot even express how hard it is because we're going through something like that and actually like see if someone has any guidance, then it it gets even harder. And we don't want it to be harder, do we? Since then, uh, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. My son has grown. We've had some very difficult times. I've had some very difficult times. And it's a learning process. And it's not because I offer guidance. It's not because I'm a parenting coach that I have it all together all the time. There are days where I'm super proud of myself. And there are days where I'm just not proud of myself at all. But I know that I'm human. And I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that I'm on the path of healing. And that is the most important thing. That is the most important thing for myself and for my son, because I know that when I look at him, I see him and, I, and, and I'm just happy to see how fulfilled and, and loving he is and caring and, and how he thrives. And yes, we're homeschooling. So maybe like, you know, for kids who start to go to school, there is a difference because they are in an environment depending on where you live and which school they go to. Like the environment can be kind of harsh, but I think we as parents and as moms, we can give them so much when we start this healing journey. And I really encourage you, I encourage you to do that, to see for yourself, how can you find a way that works for you, that you can start healing if you aren't already, if you are, kudos to you, because this is one of the hardest and most rewarding thing. 
And that means that you're already also transforming your life. And that is beautiful because when we are starting this healing process, we don't necessarily get really the support from society, definitely not, but from even our surroundings because people don't necessarily understand or they don't understand how we do things differently or that we can let our children express certain emotions because they they don't trigger us anymore. People don't understand that healing process. So kudos to you. And if you want to start this healing journey, don't hesitate to reach out to me. We can just chat. That doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, you need to book a call, you know, and, and you, we're going to start like coaching. No, uh, you can just reach out on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm just uh, very active and, and look at some of my content that maybe can help you as well. But when it comes to the healing journey, find a way that works for you. Okay, so I don't want this to be too long because I feel like as moms, uh, we have so much to do and shorter episodes land better. So I hope that this was helpful. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so that um, it can also help to reach more moms, more parents. And I hope that wherever you are, you have a beautiful day or a beautiful night.